Amisha, Iman, it's coming for you. To do Ethiopia. Oh, excuse? I don't know. Don't mess up first. I got this. I got go for it. You want to do it again? If you want to. Tamisha. Now we can do it. Which one are we doing? No, go ahead. Go. Tamisha, Iman, it's coming for you to show the girls what I can do. Drag is my drag is my game and I do it well. An ATL peach with a story to tell. Then when I broke it out back to the top. <laughs> Keep going. Then when I broke it out, we'll fight to the top. Um, some, 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 some. Coming for the crown is going to be tough. But guess what, girls? I'll make for this stuff. You're foolish for that. And uh, hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. And this is Ajay. Welcome back to Serving It Up Tennis Podcast. Yes. Another week. Well, another another episode. Let's let's count things by episode. Yes. Another yes. episode. And we're still here. And a lot of things have changed since the last time we were here. There's a new president. There's hey, a new president. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that's cause for celebration. Celebration alone um, still feel very like surreal to me, though. I don't really think I um <laughs> like believe that it's real or remember. I don't know. I just feel like I was spent like the past four years trying to avoid watching anything or noticing anything that dealt with the presidency. That now I'm like, I have to remember that it's like a safe place again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can like pay attention to that and not worry about being intentionally like harmed. <laughs> Well, well, let's let's be honest, girl. First thing, there's also a new vice president. Shout right. out to Vice President Kamala Harris, who is representing the first female to hold office of that level. The first exactly. black female to hold office of that letter, and the first black go. female with Caribbean descent. Caribbean, yeah, and Asian, and Asian, and Indian. Yes, but there's another thing that you're excited about. And I'm excited about the fact that oh, come on, how did I forget? Right. Come on, come I mean, on, come on. on. I was about to say. And so let's so first black, female, Caribbean, Asian, Indian, and she is a member of the first, the finest, the oh so pretty ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, <laughs> my sorors. So. They were the first on the yard, the first in space, and they're the first in the White House. Come on. Let's do it for the AKA. Set it off on the left side. Set it off on the right side. Set it off. You know they're about to ride this train until the end of time, child. They are never going to let it live, die, child. It is about to be the crowned achievement. Like, yes, every AKA just wants to remind you. Just in case you weren't aware. <laughs> Just in case. My soror is the vice president. Right. So they like, we got to end. Okay, girl, don't mess with me. Look, I'm going to call her. <laughs> right. She's coming to regionals. Look, right. I'm going to see her at regionals. Right. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, one of, our, one of the, our friends from college, she's an AKA now, and they had their founders, their celebration thing. It was via this, like Zoom or some online platform. And Vice President Harris was there. So uh-huh. like, look, 
Don't try them, okay? No, she, don't, they got the end. <laughs> don't be surprised if, like, all of a sudden, chapters from other sororities just magically start being like not able. <laughs> it's like, oh, right. what, what happened to them? Oh, nobody knows. <laughs> it's like, right. yeah. Oh, and I saw this thing on Instagram. Some people were making jokes about it, and they were telling, saying that um, uh, Vice President Harris was making sure that Biden knew, like, look, when I'm sworn in and you hear a high pitched skiwi, you don't join in. <laughs> don't that's join not- in. That's not for you. <laughs> I mean, no, but we there should be a tutorial because you know that she's gonna encounter that, and then white people or people who are not who know people or not in that organization will be like, "What's going on?" And they'll be like trying to join in. And I mean, guys, just if you're listening, if any of those people GDIs they like to call, you, don't do it because they will commit you. So you know, just yes. keep your keep, keep your sounds to yourself. Yes. Just observe and appreciate and, and move on. Yes, and what I love about this is is gonna, just like Homecoming from Beyonce thrust forward the importance of HBCUs and right. these authorities. Our vice president being an uh, being a lady of Alpha Kappa Alpha and a graduate of HBCUs is gonna thrust that forward too. Like you mentioned, people are gonna ask be asking questions like, "What is AKA? What is pink and green? What is this sound? What is this noise? All of this." And I think it's going to lead to more, you know, kids just wanted to go to HBCUs, wanted to be um, an AKA. But if you are not a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, you do not make that sound. You do not hold your pinkies up. You know, you don't do that. You let them do it. I've seen what happens when people do it and they're not in the organization and you don't want to get your ass beat. So. Yeah. <laughs> and that goes for all of them because I feel like the Greek pride will be on real high coming. Yes. So. Yes. Take note if you uh, aren't aware. Uh, Shout out to all of the sororities who on inauguration day, they had um, Chucks and Pearls. Mm -hmm. So they all were like, we're wearing pearls and Chuck Taylors in honor of Kamala, uh, sorry, Vice President Harrison, maybe respectful. Um, I know, right? Being inaugurated. I thought that was great because, you know, Greek unity, divine nine unity. So like, I'm super proud of that. Um, So yes, I had to shout that out. So yes, new president, new vice president, so excited, out with the goodbye to the old rubbish girl and the fact that y'all's president wasn't even adult enough to show up to the inauguration girl i'm glad he wasn't there me three i'm like he didn't need to be there and you know why i said me three because me too was um what's his wife's name ivanka ivanka is that her? that's not her name sorry my aunt melania <laughs> Melania, Melania, Melania thought ran Listen, off. Ran off. Is- she is so tired. She ready. She's working on them divorce papers. Um, and just I heard just like a day or two ago, they're actually working on papers to make sure that Trump can never run for office again, so he can never hold any kind of political power in this country. Let's make that happen. He was horrible. He was horrible. It was a very dark time for this country. I'm not gonna just because he's out of office. It means I have to worry about my life life less. Um, I just know that, you know, we at least have a president who doesn't outwardly hate me because of things that I just am. So I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So good, good things to me. I mean, that's definitely a positive that's happened in the past two weeks. Uh, but we also, you know, in the midst of that, <laughs> tennis is being lit like a tick. Okay. Oh. So <laughs> we need to talk about that. Uh, so that's going to be kind of the most of what we talked about. But um, before we jump over there, we are uh, enjoying a very delicious cocktail. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, courtesy of me. So, yes, it's time for um, 
the drink of the episode. You know, one of them will come up with a cooler name, but right yeah, now it's, we got a week. We got to work on that. But right now, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it with some pizzazz. The drink of the episode. Right. Um, I, I should do like um um Kimura. Um, how did she, what did she say? Um, the most glad uh, 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 in this race. The drink of the episode. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that worked. I think that was real good. Whatever, girl. <laughs> so, for this episode, we are both drinking a Tennessee tea, and it is be slowly becoming one of my new favorite drinks. I just made it on Friday. I want to say I would have come out for the episode today, and I love it. So, what you need is one part Jack Daniel's Tennessee whiskey. Or whatever whiskey you have at home, um, one part whiskey, one part sweet and sour mix, one part triple sec, and two parts cola or Pepsi. I use Pepsi because I am a Pepsi lover. So that is how you make a Tennessee tea, and it is so good. And I am actually drinking mine out of my vintage U.S. Open cup that we got when we went to the U.S. Open. Mm, yeah, um, so you know. I'm living my best tennis drinking life right now. That's the wine one? Yes. Okay. So like, yeah, you have a lot of those cups. I do have a lot of those cups. So we have the wine A lot cup. of the drinks. Ah, the shame. Get them. Like, how, many, how many drinks did you buy to get so many cups? Why are you trying to put my business out there? It don't I'm matter just, how many drinks that I bought. I'm just, just like, like okay. Y'all, 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 y'all. He is trying to be shady. Do you want to tell it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have lots of U.S. Open cups. You know, drank lots of Honeydews. You didn't really. Drink I them. do. I have those as well. I have the Honeydew cups. I have a lot of those. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> you know, if you saw one now, it's on the ground. You would just pick it up. I mean, I don't know what he's talking about, but I know. <laughs> so I know. know. You know, people, if you left your hoodie deuce cup in the stands in the U.S. Open Arthur Ashe Stadium, it's ah! like in his apartment right now, okay? Lies! Just lies. let that be known. I, I, I quit this show. And it's, it's, it's only a second effort you went back and I quit this show. I quit you went show. back to look for it and it was there. Uh, you might want to reach out. <laughs> I quit this <laughs> show. I hate it here. I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> too funny okay moving on so you have been so very active on our social media and we want people to follow us there so they can see all of your hard work and so if you guys would uh please do us the extreme favor of going to twitter and yes. typing in at serving underscore it underscore up and clicking follow we would be very grateful. I love it. Yes. Um, we are trying to build our presence on social media. So we are focusing on the Twitter. Um, so please, like Michael said, follow us on there. And the new hashtag that we are using for our page and all of exclusive. our posts. Exclusive. exclusive. We, like, I did some searching to make sure nobody else was using this. It took some time. But we will be using hashtag serving capital I, capital U, capital P. So it's serving IUP, hashtag serving, capital I, capital U, capital P, and that stands for serving it up podcast. So all of our posts will be under that hashtag. What'd you say? 
I was, I did, but I said, go, go, go. Yeah, all of, whatever, whatever he's doing over there. Um, but yes, so please follow us. Please look for that hashtag. A um, lot of funny tweets, um, sharing our thoughts, sharing um, things that are important, keeping you updated on what's happening with the Australian Open and that buildup. And I want to shout out all the people that have um, followed us this week. Um, you know, our presence is growing. So I definitely yes, want to is. take a second to just say thank you to those people who have jo joined the journey with us this week. That is um, at the life of Ace. Shout out to at the life of Ace. Shout out to at see my passion. Um, shout out to at Gugar Tennis. Shout out to at Rakitechi. And shout out to at Tasnim underscore Riyad underscore seven. And finally, shout out to underscore Brad Hunter. Those are some of our new followers just over the past week. And shout out to everybody who has been following us from the beginning, um, who started this journey out with us. We appreciate it. So I definitely wanted to take a second and say thank you, thank you, thank you. And keep following us as we continue to grow um, our platform and our podcast. Yes. All that in a bag of chips. Also, you can listen to us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. We'd also love if you do us the favor of um, subscribing to us on which either one of those you prefer. You know, I think it's best to do both. So I would, that would be great. But if you like one over the other, whichever one, we're on both of them. In um, review and, and leave a, and uh, give us five stars. What is that called? Rate. rate five star rating. Yes. Uh, if you like it, if you love it, if you think we should change something. You know, the reviews help uh, make it like so people can find it easier. Absolutely. So, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for all that. And we are going to throw it to a break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into this tennis tea, girls and guys. Um, so yes, we're going to throw it to a break. And the break is brought to you by the U.S. Open. Why drink water when you can drink wine out of this vintage U.S. Open cup? Brought to you specially by the U.S. Open. And we'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back. Back, 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 back. Like we never left, 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 left. Let me take a drink, 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 drink. Of this Texas, Tennessee tea, 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 tea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you going you gotta pay for more you gotta pay for more so the, the Tennessee tea is doing what it's supposed to do it sounds it's like all of what it's supposed to do <laughs> that's hilarious okay so this is live alright so we thought you know we were trying to come up with a topic to discuss and, and I think the news of what was happening in tennis kind of <laughs> made that decision for us because it's been like a whole lot of drama going down uh, surrounding the Australian Open and some yes. complicated and issues because of COVID, people can't train and people are stuck in sub in their eyes or at least in Novak Djokovic's eyes subpar conditions and and it's like there's unfairness happening or people saying that it's unfair. So I thought we would just go through kind of like discussing all the craziness that has happened in the past like what two weeks or so. Yes. Right. So I mean, first crazy <laughs> is. Sure, you all are aware that the Australian Open has been postponed because of COVID. So it is actually going to be starting Fe February 8th and going through February 21st. So the f this is the first time it actually will be held in February, which is Black History Month. Um, so that's the first thing. And because of COVID, Black History Month in Australia. 
I don't think they celebrate Black History Month in uh-huh. um, but, you know, we do here in America. This is an America's path, an American podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> okay. um, so <laughs> some of the great things is like getting to Australia and having to like quarantine for two weeks, which is crazy. Um, because if you think about it, like you're training so hard in the off season and then to travel down and then have to quarantine for two weeks, um, kind of like puts a little damper in like what all of the training. So I like you, you, you've heard what's been happening, right? Well, yeah, but so it's like, I think, okay. So from what I understand, the way that it's supposed to go, the plan, like if nothing had went wrong, was that people were supposed to, they like had these what, like chartered planes or whatever that players could take. And then they would have to go, you know, they would all take those to get to Australia. It seems like they're in, I guess the original destination was Melbourne, but because of what happened, they didn't end up going there. But if everything had been as it was, they were supposed to be able to be allowed to train Right, like Serena and then like they are supposed to, they said they would get like five hours of training or something a day. But one of the planes, somebody on the plane tested positive for COVID or something, or at least had COVID exposure, which uh, which like kicked in this thing where all of the people who were on the plane had to do this hard quarantine, which required them to be in in their rooms for two weeks. Like they're not allowed to come out and train or interact with their coaches. It's like literally just stay in your room for two weeks. And so that ended up including what, like 72 players or something like that. I don't, I don't remember if it was 72 players. I know it was 72 people. People. I don't know if there were all players. I think 24 of them were players, like big name players that we know that had to do this with Sloan Stevens and Like, I will be very honest. I've had my issues with Sloan over the time of scope of her career, but I really want to send some positive thoughts to her because during quarantine and COVID, she has lost three very close people to her. If I'm not mistaken, her grandmother, her aunt, and someone else. Um, I didn't know that. So, you know, we, from from our podcast and the both of us, we send as much love as we can to Sloan Stevens. So she's one of the people, um, Azarenka had to quarantine. I know Coco Goff was, John's Abor, Ons Jabor, Jesus, this Tennessee T is working, was quarantining. So a lot of those big names yeah. um, had to quarantine. And like, we were talking about like, that kind of messes up your training so like you have two weeks of having to stay in a hotel room you don't get to probably eat what you would normally eat and then you definitely get to train so what are your thoughts on that what have you been seeing or thinking (laughs) well i mean you know i feel like we're watching the same stuff so it's like people are some people are unhappy about it and some people are trying to just make the best of it and then it's like i mean i understand it's not the ideal situation obviously why would you come down here because you're about to play a tournament you obviously need to train it sucks that they were exposed, but according to them, they weren't. They said they're like a lot of them are saying they weren't told that this would be the case, but like Tennis Australia are saying that they knew that this would like this was the protocol if they were exposed to, to right. a COVID, like somebody who was exposed to COVID. So, <clears throat> like people like Team and like Djokovic, who's not even involved. So, why is he involved? We can get to that in a second. I don't understand why he's even talking. I thought that he was a part of this thing, but he's not even a part of it. He just felt the need to talk because he's him. So, it's like, why does he even say anything? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's annoying for them. I understand frustrations, but I think it's protocol and you just have to kind of go along with it. It's not fair, but what do you, it's a part of what's going on. A lot of people are dealing with things that aren't fair and, and kind of just making the best of it at this moment. And a I lot mean, of, I know. So, sorry, go ahead. A lot of people are saying that, like, you know, there's like, you know, it's not best, but we'll make, like, I feel like as a wrinkle, it's like, it would be nice if we can, you know, lessen the restrictions, but if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. And I think that's the best attitude that you can have. Right. I mean, I think sometimes, and fair is a very strong word, and I, like a lot of people say it's, it's not fair. I think we also, in the grand scope of things, these are world-class athletes who are able to travel to a country who has found a way for the most part to contain the spread of the virus where the U S you know, we are still struggling with this. We are now at over 400,000 deaths due to COVID. So I am pretty sure Australia, they want to make sure all of these athletes coming in from all over the world that they don't cause things to get worse. And whether it was in an email sent to players or not, to me, it makes sense. Even here where I work, like if you are exposed to somebody who has tested positive for COVID, I have to quarantine for two weeks. I, I'm not like currently right now, I don't have to go to the physical building to work, but I do because I don't like working from home. But if I am exposed to somebody with COVID, I then have to quarantine and stay out of the building for two weeks. So I'm not sure why these world-class athletes with PR agents or whatever um, thought they would not have to follow the same protocol. And I say with PR agents, because I know a lot, there's a lot of lower ranked players who may not be able to afford all of these, but like we're hearing a lot of complaints from the higher up players like a Djokovic, like a team who you have all of these people who probably check your emails, check your voice, check your they check everything. So for you to be complaining about being stuck in a hotel room, look, girl, I know it is not ideal. And I know a grand time is coming up. But you are playing for a grand set where you may be able to possibly leave with $3 million, where some people are stuck at home working for $7 an hour and don't even know how they're going to pay their light bill. Or like Sloan Steven, who's not even complaining and has lost three people to this virus. Like, so for people out here complaining about is oh, it's not fair. Like, like you said, Djokovic, you're not even there. You're not even a part of the people who had to quarantine. So hush your face. Like, I right. really would just take his face and just mush it together so he can stop talking. Like I will always say he is a very great tennis player and will always be remembered as one of the greatest of all time, but he is so, such a PR nightmare. And it's because he, he needs to go to therapy. He needs to figure out, he needs to learn to love himself, girl. Cause he just wants people to like him so much. So like I, that's why a lot of them lost me um, with this, all this complaining, like do what's best for the health and for the safety of others, stay in the hotel, like, I, I had very strong feelings about that. Like, I'm, I was a, a lot annoyed with these people out here complaining while people are legitimately struggling financially. Like, I know some people, unfortunately, who have either been around people with COVID or may have shown symptoms but are afraid to say anything because they can't miss work. Because if they miss work, they don't. they can't pay their light bill or pay their cable bill or pay whatever bill. And y'all are getting put up in a nice hotel free of charge, getting the food delivered to you, and you're complaining. I think it just points to the like fact of the privilege of tennis. Like I think that's what stood out to me the most from the, from like the team thing and from Djokovic. Because like even his statement was like very much a self centered like, well, I feel 
Well, because he's like, not every act is taken at face value. I'm like, okay, so first of all, you're telling people that they don't understand what you're trying to say, which is like, how about you just understand that what you said wasn't received however you, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody's telling you what you said is offensive, then it's probably offensive. His immediate thing is to try to defend himself. And then he was like, as a leader, I have to speak on these things, like trying to lift himself up into some like higher position. I hate you, that. Like, you quit the council, girl. You ain't nobody's president no more. I just don't see how you can read this and not be like, I'm a douchebag. <laughs> you really think that this is like a helpful statement to make? I was like, do you think this is going to make you look better? Like you would have come out better just not saying anything. Right. So like, I think delusional. Like, I don't think he has any self-awareness. He doesn't. And again, Djokovic, you also need to remember back in June, in the middle of this pandemic, you held a tournament where right. you did not follow any of the guidelines. Granted, I, was, I like reading up more, apparently Belgrade, their required, their restrictions were much looser than other countries or America. But you held a, a tennis tournament with a full stadium, nobody wearing masks, and people right. who attended that tournament, including you and All other players. Who, who, who took part all contracted COVID. You right. and your wife got COVID. Thank and God. Kids, I think. Thank God none of y'all died. But like, you are not the spokesperson for COVID safety, Novak Djokovic. Right. And then he was on the uh, van and didn't have a mask on. Like, so you don't clearly are not the person to talk about safety, girl. Nobody listening to you at all. At all. At all, you can keep that quiet. Talk about tennis and your forehand and your backhand, and we might listen to you there. But after that, that's it. So he gets on my nerves. Like and then he I, is horrible. I, I forgot that. Um, that I mean, obviously, this is about the Australian Open, and I was like, oh yeah, Kyrgios is from Australia, and I was like, I feel like I haven't seen anything that he said because obviously, you know, he always jumps at an opportunity to to say something about Novak Djokovic. So then I found this where he, apparently he tweeted, he said, Djokovic is a tool. I don't mind Bernie. I don't know who Bernie is, but- Bernie, but, Bernard Tomic. Oh, Bernard Tomic. Djokovic is a tool. I don't mind Bernie, but his missus obviously has no perspective. Ridiculous scenes. <laughs> like, yes. Always you know what, his, you know what yes. his girlfriend said? Yes, she was upset yes. because she has to wash her own hair. She's apparently a reality TV star. I don't know who she is. Girl, what reality? The TV star of delusion? I don't know. But I'm like, girl, like, really? That's your complaint that you have to wash your hair? I'm so sorry that you have to put your own hands through your own nasty, disgusting hair. I'm it sorry. like trash. Did you that see that? It's troubling to you that you have to run your hands through your own sweat, like, after you and, death, like, you And that it. is so interesting that she gets to be in the room with him when Svitolina and Monfils determined that they could not quarantine together. Hello. So let's talk about that privilege. If we're gonna talk, right. the, the the Tennessee tea is bringing out the real tea. Why are could they, they not working together? Is that his wife? Are they married? I don't care. Oh, I mean, I'm saying that. I think it's just his girlfriend. I don't think they're married. Yeah, but yeah. So that was stupid. It's just like privilege running rampant because why they're not getting what they want, and that's when it shows. And that's it. That's and when it shows face. They've been talking about privilege. This this little young Harrison kid, girl. If you don't go put this mask on during this one minute interview and shut up. So apparently he won his match in the tournament, one of the warmer tournaments. And in the encore interview, he refused to do it because they told him he had to put his mask on. So then he was fined. And then after being fined, he was going to say, well, I didn't know, like, I had to put the mask on for the interview. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, girl, shut up. Like, you... 
just you kept talking about how in shape you are, and he, I put in so much work over the off season. You can't wear a mask for a minute to do an encore interview, really. I mean, it seemed, and like you're right in the person's face, so why wouldn't you? Well, they weren't. So this this is his argument because you know I I can't stand him or the other tool, um, Isner. So he is saying, why do I have to wear a mask when you're the the person interviewing me is six feet away? Because they have the mic stand set up and they are right or more away. So he's like, why do I have to wear a mask and it stops me from breathing? You are a world-class athlete. You can't wear a mask for 60 seconds to answer some questions. Girl. It doesn't stop you from breathing, you Thank overdramatic you. ass. You can Thank breathe you. with the mask. The person interviewing wearing a mask, he can breathe. Thank you. And it's optics. Like, okay, you're six feet away and you finna wear this mask. The mask is just a part of your clothing, people. It's just an accessory that you have to wear. Like, you put on your socks and your shoes every day. You got to put on your mask. Just get over it. And it's part of what we do. It's a thing now. Just it's make not, it. It's not hard. It, it's not it difficult. And then Isna with his tall, lanky, non-playing ass talking about he is off of op- op- <laughs> optics and it don't really work. And da-da-da-da. So he not playing Australia. Girl, no one cares. You were not a favorite. You weren't even a subpar favorite. You weren't even underneath the subpar favorites, girl. Keep your ass in America. Sorry. I'm ready <laughs> to retire. Girl, he don't even play to me no more. Like, he does not exist. He is exhausting. And, like, he just continues to show his MAGA ways. And I can't deal with it. Um, he gets on my nerves. I've never been a fan of Isner, but like, you know, if he's an American playing, I'd be like, okay, if he wins, great. But now lose Isner. Um, he gets on my nerves. He has been so problematic throughout this pandemic. So yeah, Isner, you can kick rocks. Harrison, you can kick rocks. Um, Djokovic, you can kick rocks with no socks. Um, Tennis Sangren, you can kick rocks, making jokes about testing positive for COVID and getting to still travel. All y'all can kick rocks with your privilege, okay? And I hope you hear this. I hope your agent hear it. I hope your mama hear it. I hope your daddy hear it. I hope your siblings hear it. If you got kids, I hope they hear it too. Oh, okay. So he meant that, guys. You didn't catch that. He want everybody to hear it. I want everybody. I want everybody to hear it. (laughs) But my let's a quick nod to the to the my favorite white man in tennis, Andy Murray, who yes tested positive for COVID, but who like I knew he would follow all of the rules and did not make a fuss about it and Thank just you. stayed at home because why he gets it. Everybody needs to look at Andy Murray and just mimic his behavior. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Andy Murray is like he is the example of how a white person should act. At least so far, I mean, I'm I'm not giving him all of it because you know how they be sometimes. But so far, everything I see from him is like, yes, Andy Murray has not let me down yet in every uh, issue that has come up. So he has been supportive during the Black Lives Matter movement. He's been supportive in the equality of pay for women. He's been like, he's made sensible decisions and comments about COVID and safety. Like he has been winning, winning, winning. I was not the biggest fan of Andy Murray in the beginning of his career. Um, but he definitely grew on me over. Love his game. Very consistent. Great legs. Um, and he is just really such, good. seems really good. like such, he um, he agrees. Uh, really, really good legs. This <laughs> um, is like a really good guy. Um, so unfortunately, like Michael said, he did test positive for COVID. They tried to work out some kind of way for him to have like a workable quarantine. Because um, if we remember, 
last was it last year? Last year he kind of like unofficially was it or oh, 2019? Whenever he like he made that like 2019. 2019, yeah. He made the statement that he was gonna retire um because of the hip surgery. And since then he's come back the first player with this specific type of hip surgery to actually play competitive singles t- t- uh, tennis and actually won a title. Um, so he's going to miss Australia, which is so sad because he always plays well there. Unfortunately, he hasn't won it, but he is a five-time finalist at the Australian Open. Um, so I know it's one of his favorite slams. So shout out to Murray for you know following protocols, not complaining, and putting others' health above his. You know. For being a decent human being. Can we know can we emphasize that? that? His mother. Judy Murray also oh, saying Judy. never let me down. Cause every time I follow her on Twitter and I'd be like, Yes, Judy, always on it. <laughs> I love that. This is the name of the episode. Decent human being. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So enough talking about white people. There are some people um who do get to practice. And so, you know, some of those people are two of our favorite people. Yes. Serena are down there. They're playing. Well, wait, three of our favorite people. Three, because three were practicing. Venus, Serena, and Olympia. In Olympia. In, yeah. in Osaka. I don't oh, know if I've seen video of her. Know. I feel like she's there, though. I, I, I don't know, girl. Osaka is busy collecting the bags. Okay. Because wow. they like sponsorships. Like, oh, she's, yeah. oh, she's collecting all of the coins. Yeah. Well, listen, she deserves it. And I'm here for it. I'll buy stuff that she promotes. Um, I feel like I haven't seen her be very active, actually, now that I think about it. But anyway, Venus and Serena are there. There were like a handful of people who got to go and, and made it successfully and are able to do the five hours a day um, training. Uh, Venus has been serving looks, child. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Oh. But she out there being stylish and like in her, she in her bag, like she in her feels right now, like, like face. Right. Because she has a balcony on her where she's saying in Adelaide, and she got the bang. Yeah, the bang. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 you're a fool. Yes, she has the bang. bang. I can even do that. Bang. Oh, yes, she does have the bang. Um, Serena's being executed with Olympia. I first, when I first saw Olympia there, I was like, well, I guess she didn't listen to us and leave the girl at the house. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we didn't get our wish, but I mean, she's super cute, like always. So I'm going to let her be because she is is going everywhere with Serena. Just right. leave her in the hotel room when you're playing these matches, girl. Just leave her in the hotel room. I trained her to be a ball girl. I'm like, well, at least you put her to work. She's not just out there taking up space. Child. She can at least run around and get these balls and throw them at you. Girl, you are, you be, you're being too kind. Did you see what Serena had Olympia doing? So Olympia was not only the ball girl. Olympia was a target. Did you see that video? No, I didn't see that. She Serena was the ball at her. Serena was practicing her serve, and she had Olympia in the box. <laughs> so Olympia was standing close to the tee, and then that's where Serena hit the serve, and then Olympia like ran over as Serena was throwing up the ball and hitting it, and then you, all you hear is somebody in the background saying, "She's okay." Oh, I thought I saw that. That's so Serena is fool. That's her being passive aggressive. She's getting out something. She knows she not a girl get on her nerves. I mean, she's cute, but I mean, you know, it's a lie. So I bet she's like, "Oh yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. that won't that won't hit you." <laughs> she was she was only serving second serves. Oh, okay, 
He wasn't doing his uh, first service, but you know, a 70 mile an hour first service. A light 80 mile an hour, you know, a little bop upside the head, teach her not to uh, put her hand in that cake batter next time. So right, you know. right. I thought it was so cute. And when I saw it, I, I retweeted it and I was like, y'all don't see the Australian Open champions for 2017 practicing. Right. Oh, right. Both of them. Both of them. Olympia said we got to defend. Well, I guess she didn't defend it. Is that already happened? But we got to reclaim. We got to reclaim our title. Okay, well, let's look. look, y'all think Serena is mad about not winning the slamic? Olympia is livid. Right. Olympia's like, girl, you got me out here looking like I'm. I'm gonna be a one slam wonder. That's not what I'm okay. here to do. Yeah, <laughs> for real. They're so cute though. Um, who else? I haven't seen anybody else practicing. I mean, Kvitova was out there today. I mean, okay. not today, sorry, yesterday. So Kvitova has been out there. Um, Sebalinka and Mertens were out there practicing. I'm trying to think of the women. I've seen like Stan Warinka posted a video about him finally being able to get out. So we're seeing more and more players actually post videos of them being able to practice. Well, that's good. I mean, it, for me, it feels like it's still so far away, but I guess it's only a week away now or two weeks away. Two weeks away, I think, because there's still um tournament. There's another there's another set of turps. Oh, tournaments um for the women and the men to play okay oh yeah because i saw the day i thought i didn't read it so you know excuse my like basically not information but i feel like i saw something that was saying that they're going to create some kind of tournament or exhibition for them to play like the people who are who aren't able to train yeah i didn't read it to like get all the details so yeah they're adding a tournament to this the pre-warm-up schedule building up to the australian open um, for like you said, people who've been in quarantine. But is it like an actual tournament? Like they get points? I think so. I'm trying to look it up now while we're talking. If I'm not mistaken, I think it is. Right. Um, I am pretty because it was like literally just for the people who are stuck. Like however many players are are quarantined. Yeah. I mean, I don't quote us on it. I think it is, but they're definitely adding a tournament um, for people to play since they've been in quarantine. I'm trying to see if I can find it really quick. Um, Players are about to go from zero to tennis as they are able to leave their rooms. Here, how about we go? Because I think I'm done. So let's go to break and then I'll look. we can look it up. And then when we come back, we can say it at the start of the next one. Okay, we'll go to break. This break is brought to you by KFC. You and Chicken every week. I mean, okay, go ahead. Yeah, inter- interrupt our I'm sorry, my bad. Go ahead. This break is brought to you by KFC, the original, original chicken restauranteurs. Come get crispy <laughs> chicken, wonderful wedge fries, <laughs> and immaculate biscuits. Just, <laughs> just avoid the potholes on the way. Oh, <laughs> that's personal. That hit you in the heart. <laughs> hit me in the heart, y'all. We'll be right back, friends. We're back, y'all. We're back. <laughs> what? what? Because neither one of us never know who it starts to say we're back. We always just be looking at each other like, are you going to say it or am I going to say it? We back, y'all. We batch. Yeah, you won this time. Okay, so let's wrap this sh- up. Wrap this sucker up. So, yeah. um, and so you got the WTA info. So what what was the um what has the WTA done to help these people? So they have added a third WTA 500 event to the Melbourne Summer Series. It is called the Grampians 
hopefully I'm not mispronouncing that too horribly, trophy for those players who have been unable to train during the 14-day quarantine lockdown. The event will be from Wednesday, February 3rd to Sunday, February 7th, and this event will have a 28 main draw singles player. So Somebody phone ain't on silence. That is not my phone. That is Alexa. Oh. Don't do me. Oh, you see how you blaming Alexa, child? Ooh, no, company I sent for you. <laughs> uh, so the WTA is adding a tournament. Got it. Um, the ATP is adding a... They just basically pushed back three tournaments for one day. I'm like really kind of unclear on how this is helpful, but it says that... <clears throat> Uh, the Australian Open leading week has been re- revamped to help give 72 players in the 14-day quarantine lockdown the best possible preparation and training opportunities. The Murray River Open, Grand Ocean Road Open, and the ATP Cup will be pushed back 24 hours. Um, and that's basically, they said, it's to give the players, the 72 players who were affected, a little bit of extra time to help them Pair. We also will prioritize them for things like practice sessions, gyms, and ice baths. But I don't really understand how that's like super helpful. But I guess they just get a day that they can actually go outside. Maybe their quarantine ends like exactly the day before. I guess I don't know. So Who knows? there you go. So whatever. I mean, it's a hard time. It's like it's just you can do what you can to try to appease people, but you are safety is first, and, and that should be the thing that governs everything. Right, because this playing the Australian Open is not a requirement. Like it's right. not, not a, necessi- a necessity. Right. Um, but yeah. So, um, also we'll be posting updates about the ATP Cup on our Twitter page. So again, check us out on what is it? I mean, like, can you just refresh my memory? Like one more. What is it? I can't remember. Yeah, he don't remember nothing. What is it? Um, it is at serving underscore it underscore up. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh, so follow us on Twitter, and then our hashtag exclusive. Exclusive hashtag of serving IUP, where if you click check that serving IUP, um, you'll see all of our tweets, all of our mentions, all of our follows, all of our retweets, everything that is um from serving it up tennis podcast. So yes, yeah, if, if you view listen to this. And you want to retweet something that we tweet, you know, you know, like, you know, share. It's all love. You can use that hashtag and then we can find it, too. And then maybe we can start searching and see. Maybe we can start saying, like, sharing some of your thoughts. If you're like, yeah, girl, I agree with what you just said. Right, right, right. And that's we love um, conversing with the tennis Twitter world. Um, earlier this week, I like to conversate. He likes to converse. <laughs> Um, I converse. <laughs> you sure you don't converse? I converse. <laughs> um, I converse. Um, so I was conversing with um, <laughs> one of our new followers earlier this week. I made a post about um, the upcoming Australian Open um, and who's going to win. And one of the one of the comments were that they think Kenan is actually going to defend um, her title. Um, you know. Uh, from our perspective, we are very interested to see how she's going to handle the pressure. So, yeah, we love to converse or conversate. No, um, we like to converse. <laughs> um, we want to talk to you. We, we do both. Talk to us. You, we want to talk to you while you try yeah, to talk we to do us. All. We conversate. We converse. We talk. Right. We discuss. We post. Right. We tweet. We do everything. 
Um, so we'd love to get in co- um, conversation with you all. So yeah, check us out on Twitter. Um, like, let us know. Yeah, because I think we um, we have what our next episode will come out before, like I think right before. So yeah, guys, tell us who you think. If you want, you can tweet and uh, use this hashtag serving uh, IUP. Who you think you're gonna? Who you're? Who you think is gonna win the Australian Open? And we can kind of discuss that because you know uh, I think we we both have our own opinions about that uh, right. question, which we'll discuss in the next one. Yeah, um, we'll talk about that more in the next episode. The yeah. actual Australian Open that'll be our focus. Um, who's gonna? Who we think are the favorites for the men? Favorites for the women? Who's gonna be affected most by this quarantining? Who's gonna take the most out of this quarantining situation? Yeah, check us out on Twitter. Listen to our podcast. Give us a like. Give us a share. Give us a follow. Um, and we are here to just give our opinion, our perspective on tennis from, and just do it in a fun way. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, I want to shout out my tennis partner in crime, the one and only um, Michael Wiggs. Um, so oh, yeah, he didn't say my whole name. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Don't bleep that out, guys. It will. It will. Please, I could not do that. Do y'all hear the bleep? That's why, you know. Ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, my tennis partner in crime, Michael B. Jordan. Let's go with that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. Yes, all that. Um, like us and subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and review and, you know, say nice things, say bad things. I don't know. Just say some things. Um because we want to know what you guys are thinking. And we will be back in two weeks. We will be posting episodes every two weeks. Um, I'm not going to commit to a day just yet, but stand by. <laughs> but for now, just look on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, and then we will tell you the day before the episode is coming out. Right. Yeah. And it'll be pinned on our page. You can always find the most recent episode pinned at the top of our Twitter page. At the top of the Twitter page. Not the bottom. Not, not, not the bottom. But. <laughs> I think we should go now. You guys really should try the Tennessee tea. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys. Bye. Um, have a good one.